Welcome to Combustible, the MAFSI podcast. Um, this one's going to be a, a little bit different than our normal for, uh, format. We're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the conference itself and uh, where it came from, the, uh, the ideas behind it, and uh, how it's grown over the last eight years. But uh, this is the first podcast that we've done since registration opened in uh, February, and we want to encourage anybody out there listening that has not registered yet that is still looking for a good class. Uh, we have approximately, I think at my last count, 150 seats uh, available in some really great classes. And uh, just go on to mafsi.org, click on registration, and uh, you can either go to the site to register or you can surf the website. We have class descriptions for the classes that are still available. Uh, all of our classroom classes are free. Those are on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, there's no requirement to uh, attending those at all. Um, sometimes we get uh, questions about having to be Georgia firefighters or anything like that. doesn't matter who you are, where you are, you can come. Just show up. Yeah, and our uh, hands-on classes are always uh, mooey, mooey affordable at $35 per four hours of instruction. So if it's an eight-hour class, it's a $70, uh, $70 fee, uh, which we dare you to find a better price anywhere. But uh, with that said, uh, I'm Bill Voorhees, uh, returning for another uh, podcast uh, with a major metropolitan Atlanta department, <laughs> unspecified unless we sp- uh, slip up. Which is a good chance that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I've got next to me uh, Shane Dobson. Hello. Also with a major metropolitan Atlanta department. And our two uh, guests today, also with major metropolitan Atlanta departments, <laughs> are... Um, Two of the founding members of MAFSI, uh, two of the guys that had the uh, idea to put this all together. We've got Tom Hancock, who in the past has been chair of the conference. He has been in sponsorship, hospitality this year. Uh, A little bit of everything. Yeah, what else have you done, Tom? A little little bit of everything here and there. Yeah, all right. The godfather. Okay, all right. (laughs) Uh, and we also have Keith Schneider. And Keith, you've been uh, with a major metro Atlanta, at, at major met- metropolitan Atlanta department. It's a lot to throw out there. Yeah, uh, but for my time, you've mostly been with instructor, uh, getting the class, the hands-on classes yeah. lined so. up, uh, which is a, a huge undertaking. If you don't believe me, come to one of the meetings early in the year, and you'll see just what what goes into figuring all that stuff out. Uh, but I think you're really going to like transportation next year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keith, we, we've, got you, we've already got you assigned. I've already done the website. And, uh, I thought it was too late. I thought, I thought you were already fired. <laughs> oh, you're not getting fired. You're getting promoted. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it really everybody does end up doing a little bit of everything. But, um, you know, we all end up trying to kind of take positions uh sometimes those move around every year sometimes they don't sometimes and, people and are really good at things something to talk about those positions everybody there is doing it for free yeah there's a little bit of a misconception with some of the people that uh we're talking to or that we interact with either through the website or through facebook every once in a while um either they didn't know to begin with or they lose sight and we just want to remind everybody that mafsi is a uh non-profit uh conference uh, every everything is volunteer. The uh, people that put the conference on are all volunteers. Everybody sitting here right now talking to you is a volunteer. 
the instructors volunteer their time. Uh, we try to get as much donated as possible, which uh, our operating budget for a year, typically around $60,000, which doesn't sound like a lot of money, but when you're trying to scrimp and save and, and squeeze a conference that, that has got this much good training in it, uh, I always think 60, it sounded like a lot of money. 60, well, but it... <laughs> Maybe that's from where we come from. I guess so. But, uh, you know, so it's it's one of those things to kind of always keep in the back of everybody's mind is that um, we're not, I always say we're, we're not the corporate conference, and uh, I think that's a good thing. Uh, I think that's one of our strengths, and yeah. I think that when we hear feedback from uh, people who have been to the conference, that's one of the things that they like the most is the uh, the feel that it has. Yeah, there's I would definitely agree with that. <clears throat> and I think because of that and what it's grown to over the over the years, there definitely has such a family atmosphere to it. I do. I think there's a true brotherhood kind of atmosphere when it, when everybody's working together. And I I um, for me I just I love that part. I love it from the the behind the curtains part. I love it with the interacting with the students part. I that's um that's what's really appealing to me. Yeah, so. somebody uh we were talking at one point about why everybody does it, uh, and I think That's it was at question. one of those one of those meetings. And obviously, you know, Tom and Keith were going to get to why they they do it because they're That's going to tell us here. why it started. But uh, my answer has always been a very selfish answer. I I, I do it for me, um, and that sounds bad. But what I enjoy is I enjoy working with everybody on the committee and everybody that helps put this conference together because invariably there's going to be some horrible problem like you know the bathrooms at dobbins don't work which was a or we can't uh, get into dobbins yeah you know or, or something you know it, something's minor some, like there's that some six crisis up. yeah tsa body check <laughs> right exactly <laughs> we didn't anticipate this <laughs> but um watching everybody kind of you know, what you've got on the committee is is like the a-team of uh of firefighters in the metro area and, it, and watching everybody problem solve is just yep. absolutely thrilling I mean, really, to sit back and know that when somebody says, i got that, I'll, I'll handle that, it's handled. And that's pretty awesome. So when I, I say I'm involved, it's because I, I really enjoy being around that quality of people, you know, that, that caliber of people. Uh, so it ends up being selfish. If, if any of y'all get anything from it, uh, you know, that's, a, <laughs> that's collateral damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything else that no. before? All right. No, well, let's, then let's, let's, find let's out talk about on. what year are we talking about when we talk about the beginning of MAFSI? Uh, <clears throat> first went up to FDIC a few years ago, and I guess it was 2000, 2009. Okay. Uh, and um, that was the first time I'd ever gone up there before and just was really blown away by everything that goes on up there. I mean, the, the, Was that your first trip to FDIC? Yeah, it was my first one. And, okay. And how um, many? How many people went? <laughs> it was just me and uh, our training chief at the time. Okay, uh, so just uh, two of you guys. Stony Bulls, yeah. Okay. And um, just like I said, I was just blown away by the, the by the training, by the classes, the camaraderie. Uh, just everything about it was just, you know, pretty impressive. So um, we're riding back home and uh, just asked the chief, hey, why can't we do something like this? you know, in Metro Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just kind of where it all started. And so what was his answer? I, he, uh, he said, yeah, I guess we could, but he just, you know, kind of left just, it at that. You know, left it was, it at that okay. You know, and, and, so you had a little bit of a seed of an idea and then it kind of got left for a while. How yeah. long? 
Uh, well, I mean, I, I came back and uh, I started working on it uh, for the next couple months, trying to look at some of the logistics behind it. And uh, uh, my wife had done some conference planning and stuff, so I kind of right. picked her brain a little bit. And, and uh, once I kind of got most of the answers that I felt like I needed, I started pushing it out to, to some of the guys in the department. And, and, so who uh, do you go to first? I mean, do you... Are you shopping this at your station first, or are you shopping oh, yeah, this up yeah, at definitely, uh, shopping uh, it up at headquarters and trying to get a few key people on board? Or? Definitely started with uh, started with our with our uh, training chief, and and I went back to him and pitched it a little bit more. Had some more more details behind it at this point. Uh, the guys at the station they were they were pretty helpful, uh, and then just started reaching out to other guys in the department, some of my mentors and, and guys I'd worked with in the past, and just picking their brains and trying to. Uh, trying to poke as many holes in the idea as I could right. to start right. with and try to fill them before I pushed it up and let I other people do it. I think that's a good it. way to start that process yeah. like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, shoot it, try to shoot it up. Yeah. Will it stand? Will it hold water? Will it so not? what was the goal in the beginning? I mean, other than just bringing FDIC to Atlanta, what's what's your goal? How big, what, what's your scope? You know, you're, you're shopping this, is it is it just a Cobb thing? Is it a... What, what was your what was the initial idea? Uh, the initial idea is that, that I went I went to a lot of good classes up there and uh, um, just tons of guys from all over and some of them were really good classes I picked up a lot and some of them weren't that great and I just started thinking about it you know we've got tons of instructors across Metro Atlanta I mean, we just tons of really very knowledgeable instructors and and I just thought you know we could we could bring all those guys together that that, that have been there done that and, right. and let them you know you know, put something like that together. Okay. So you start getting those people on board and uh, it starts to pick up a little momentum. And other than the people up at headquarters that you had to kind of get to buy into it just to to have that approval, who were those people that really kind of, the, the field personnel, or I, I guess field personnel aren't the right words, but who are those people that you were gathering around you to say, I, I'm going to need you to do the legwork? Yeah, one of the one of the first people I went to was uh, um, Chief Tanks. Um, right. And I, I went to him. and He was a he, battalion he may, chief at the time? No, nah, he may have been a captain at the time. I'm not exactly okay. sure. Well, he was at training, though, wasn't he? Uh, not at the time. He, okay. he went, to, went to training uh, somewhere around in there. It's, it's all kind of blurred right. uh, at this point. I may even have <laughs> my years It's been a while now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a while, so... Um, well, what what number is this one? Well, this is eight. This is number eight. eight. Number eight. Number eight. So that would make yeah. it oh nine. So oh nine would have been the first. So I'm off with my years. It would so have been oh eight when we started. When you yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. I have. Uh, I went to Clayton County Education uh, High School. So uh, <laughs> I apologize if the numbers are off. I don't have. My, I've got my shoes on right now, so I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Go love Joy Wildcat. <laughs> um, so yeah, once I once I uh, kind of poked a lot of holes in it, started pushing it up through through some of the other guys, and, and Chief Tanks was one of the first I went to, right. and, and uh, um, just let him poke some holes through it. And from there, we took it to, to Chief Crowder, who at the time he was our um, um, planning chief, I guess, uh, um, over training basically. Right. Uh, um, Preparedness chief, I'm sorry, preparedness. So, uh, let him uh, talk to him about it, and he was on board right away. One of the, the things that, that one of the sticking points right off the bat was you got to understand we we can't pay for anything. This has got to be y'all got to right. figure out how to cover the cost of everything. So, so uh, and and we had planned that going into it. We didn't figure we'd be able to get any money out of it. So, 
but that's that's how it kind of took off from there. Everybody just started jumping on board. And so, what did you first year? What's what's the budget for the conference? What did, what did y'all oh, was think? There a budget? Well, oh yeah, we didn't didn't really nothing. have a budget. Yeah, okay. We, we uh, so no idea kind of how much it was going to your cost. training budget yeah. or any or the date where that no there's no help not so. a dime at all. Uh, so I, I did, during this whole planning phase, I had hit up a couple of uh, uh, sponsors and asked them, uh, you know, going over to uh, Brian Ward's leadership conference in Gwinnett. Uh, I, I picked his brain a good bit about this conference. Uh, uh, um, Jeff Wigby was one of the first mm-hmm. people that signed on. I, I hit him up, you know, while I was trying right. to figure it out. He said, "Yeah, we'll we'll help you out some." And and uh, and then we figured with the registration cost that, that we could charge for the hands-on, that would probably be enough to right now know, get us through it. I have a question about the registration stuff. So in the beginning, so this thing is starting to develop year one. Was there i I'm not going to say was there a formal mission, but was there an informal mission that said, here's what we're trying to, here's what we want to do? How did that come about? I mean, did oh, you yeah. have like this, okay, we need to have a mission statement or we, we didn't what really was our vision that, to yeah. this? Or We didn't really go that formal with it, but uh, kind of the goal was when, when, luckily I was in the training division my first time I went to FDIC, so they, they covered it. Um, and then I was able to go back uh, years after that as an instructor uh, so I've only gone up there one time and actually had to had to pay for it oh, out of my okay. pocket. Um, but but the price was you know around fifteen hundred dollars once yeah. you figure out your registration costs, the the right. class of or the the price of all the hands on classes, and then hotels, hotel and, travel, yeah, travel, food, right. yeah. So it's pretty expensive. So the, the the main goal was to to be able to bring a FDIC like conference to Atlanta without the cost. That was that was what we were really shooting for. Right. Okay. So Keith. When do you when when does uh, who reaches out to you and when do you get involved? I think I was like the thirtieth uh, choice on his list of that. He's like, I Everybody else said no. I was like, no, no, no. no. I was like, hey, no, yeah, you know, no. I'm like many. I, I can't say no, you know. So. <laughs> Were you stationed with him? No, no, just uh, throughout uh, the circle of influx or whatever. You know, we did a lot of teaching, a lot of training, a lot of interacting in that. So okay. So so when he comes to you, what does he say? Uh, hey, I through, got the, through the got idea, a crazy idea. No, uh, I was was I up there that year with you, or was, did I come the year after that? It was the next year. Yeah. Okay, so I may have been off of my years. It might have been the second year that we started planning it. But well, okay, basically, you know, I, I I'm all about training and, and sharing with others what we right. got, Matt, you know, and um, I'm a little spoiled. I guess you could say that I'm one of those that could afford it. Right. Whereas a lot of folks couldn't. I, I feel for folks like that. So it's like, hey, right. I'm all on board. Let's try to bring this down to folks that can't benefit or who right. aren't as well off as, as others are. Right. And I've never been to FDIC, but, I mean, uh, it's the instructor's conference. So, in theory, the idea is exactly that, to bring the, the training, training that you back. get back, right? right? That's yeah. always been my understanding right. of what FDIC yeah. was. Oh, yeah, right. right. Go get yeah. this training, whether it be new whatever mm-hmm. and then make sure you bring it back and spread right. the, the wealth share, share the knowledge right? Right. share what you're learning right. Right. right absolutely keith's one of those guys that everybody in the par- department knows keith and that he's he's into the job and and he, he wants to share and wants to teach others so uh, i kind of had the feeling if i could get keith and a couple more guys on board that were like that i mean everybody else would just you know come running and that's that's pretty right. much what happened once i was able to, to get a couple guys on board like keith that really started coming together Right, and so what was attendance like that first year? The first year we had, uh, I think it was 187 people. 
okay. first year. And where did that so. where did that rank on your expectations? Or uh, you know what I mean? I think we were we were expecting maybe two hundred. I, I think that's so kind you're of right what there we're, in the ballpark. We're thinking two hundred on that first year, and so we were we were pretty pretty happy. The, the first year we had uh, we didn't know what was going to happen with it. You know, right. we didn't know how it was going to work as far as people showing up the day of and all that. So um, we had actually planned to have. Uh, two sites of classroom classes. We were, we were going to use our safety village for, for some of them, and then we were going to use our train division, and we were going to let buses go back and forth, taking people to different classes like that. And then we started thinking about it. I think it was about the last week of the before uh, the conference <laughs> was like, about to go hey, down. This might not be a good idea, right. but we need to put them all at that one location. And, right. and so that's what we did that, that first year. But uh, yeah, the first year was 100, about 187. Yeah, I don't remember if it was the first year or the second year that Willie called me and wanted me to teach. And he wanted me to – yeah, I remember him calling me. I was sitting in front of Station 2 in my truck, and uh, he said, hey, you know, I've heard you got a – I didn't know who he was. I, you know, he said, I heard you got a good class, and I want you to come teach. And uh, he said, we can give you two hours. And I said, you know, it's an eight-hour class. Uh, <laughs> I can't do that in two hours. And uh, so I think I'm, I'm like one of five people in the world that have told Willie Tanks no. Uh, but <laughs> – I ended up missing out on an opportunity to get in uh, early, you know, um, and it was years later when I finally got back into it. But so you, 187 that first year, somewhere around that ballpark, and you know now conference is up to uh, we'll be close to a thousand by the time we're we're full, which is wait, is that right? No, we'll be close to about eight eight hundred uh, with just hands on, not counting the classroom sessions. So once you count the classroom sessions in, it'll be about a thousand. But uh, that's quite something for eight years. So, what would you say was the biggest obstacle to getting Mapsy going? Um, I, I guess the money thing. Knowing that we didn't have any money at all, that was that was kind of scary. <laughs> the, the first uh, first couple of years, actually, I think we rolled some quarters and well, pennies and stuff to, to right, pay for some of it. Well, um, yeah, and there's a there's a, a very uh, a story that all of us on the committee hold dear and, uh, of one of the first sponsors that we won't name. Yeah. But uh, they had promised all kinds of sponsorship dollars, and we still have the check because it was like. How much was it? I think it? it's like eighty-four dollars. Eighty-four dollars. Yeah. That's a <laughs> they, were, they were a big sponsor. How do you come to eighty-four dollars? Is uh, but you know that's that's too good to cash. Yeah. You got to just keep that yeah, one. We still that. got that one. But uh, you know, my next question is, uh, you know, what was the the biggest obstacle to getting it started? And the next question would be, what would, what's the biggest obstacle to to having it continue? And uh, that maybe one of the same. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really kind <laughs> of the same was. answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we we had guys that 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 first year that were. Really, we we thought we were going to have to dip into some savings accounts and and pull some money out of our own pockets to be able to pay for some of the stuff that we had going that first right. year. And, and, he uh, did put his hustle for mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind just of, now finally paid for. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stuff were you trying to cover? Like was it like materials for the class kind of kind of thing, or were we talking about? Yeah, we had enough to cover that, but but we were we were. Um, uh, some of the travel fees for the instructors and that sort of stuff. Right, because um, MAFSI pays for travel, but we don't pay yeah. for the, in, the we don't pay for them to teach. Right, right, yeah. Um, that and um, I, some of the materials too, I guess. So, right. Uh, that was so the that first year, how many out of town instructors did you have? Do you remember? Uh, the first year, I believe we had. Um, I believe it was five. And, and um, were those contacts that you had made, relationships that you had made from? 
Uh, some of them I admit uh, that at FDIC come, or where, uh, where did those come from? Uh, one of our first, our, our biggest instructor that we had first was Dave McGrell. Uh, he had come to our department before and, and, and given a class, so I got a chance to meet him then. And, and I was in training at the time, so I actually got to uh, chauffeur him around and, and um, got to know him a little bit there. And then also seeing him at FDIC, um, I touched base with him about it some more. And then uh, uh, one of our uh, initial speakers we thought we were going to have um, had to back out on us, so I was able to call Dave, and, right. and, uh, and he jumped right on it. He said, yeah, I'd love, that's to, what, love to come down. That's, And I want to make sure everybody listening understands, you know, Dave McGrail gets paid a lot of money to go teach. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that's that's his normal thing, and I'm not saying that to be ugly. I'm not saying that to, you know, uh, he, good for him. Yeah, yeah. But he was willing to come down and teach at our conference Oh yeah. Once once we told him, hey, here's what we're trying to do. He was he was on board. He, he was right. like, hey, which I, has I, really I, been the 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 catalyst when you reach out to all those individuals. When you tell them, hey, yeah. here's what we're trying to do. Right. It seems to me like over the years, and there's been a lot of years we've been involved now. I'm amazed at the instructors that come. I'm I'm right. just blown away at the caliber instructors that are saying, yeah, I, I support your what you're doing here. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of guys that are in it like Dave that are in it for the right reasons, that really right. do care about training firefighters. And there's been some along the way that they didn't care so much. They, uh, <laughs> they, they told us up front, hey, I've got to have four or $5,000 to come that's, there. That's, said, okay, well, it is what it is. It's not for us. Yeah, right. It's not for not you. Not for you, right. right. We appreciate right. That's okay. It. So, uh, but, but Dave was that uh, – he is one of those guys that definitely believes in it. And, right. and uh, he stepped up for us big time that first year. Yeah. We had those out-of-town, you guys had those out-of-town instructors were big too, but you mentioned something earlier. Man, what great talent we got right here in the metro area. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, tremendous talent. Definitely. Doc? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we get a little spoiled, and we bring this up just about every podcast. I don't think there's been one that we haven't talked about it. Roswell is such a unique place, and when you get to kind of get in that melting pot and you get to see – Keith, and you get to see him operate. I oh, don't yeah. work with him. Oh, yeah. I work with him at, at Roswell, but you, you see what I'm saying? Oh, you yeah, get to definitely. see, you're exposed to yeah. so much. Yeah. I mean, well, the talent I'm, out there is just phenomenal. I'm the well, only I'm, one sitting here right now that doesn't work in Roswell. And for anybody listening, Roswell is a... Um, I'm a quitter. I, I quit about a year ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Spend more, spend more time with the family. It really family. is like right. you broke free. You broke free. All right, you got out of the cult. It's a, it's a great place. Yeah. Uh, but Roswell is a is a, a department that uh, basically hires firefighters that also work in other departments. Uh, so what they end up with is, once again, the best of the best. They got the cream of the crop. And it's a such an interesting – I don't – I haven't worked there, but just uh, being Do around – no, I, I, <laughs> Doc could probably get you on. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm not at home enough. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, it's such an interesting thing to to work with nothing but you know cream of the crop guys and and women. I say guys that normally generically means, speaking yeah, that normally means everybody. But uh, yeah, so Roswell's that kind of you know that kind of department, and and I I think. MAPSI is that kind of a – that's the same organization. You yeah. Know. But – No, I, I agree 100%. We've run – what are you looking at? I was kind of curious about <laughs> – you know, we kind of talked about that, the obstacle, getting started in the obstacle, 
obstacles to keeping it to continue. And it was easy to talk about money. Obviously, money's always a big part, but money fixes everything. getting the volunteers together and I mean that's always a tough, you know. And well, there's volunteer instructors. Volunteer instructors. <coughs> you got a volunteer staff. Volunteers for the volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, volunteers for the day of how, the event. How did it's, is that something you had to like focus on, or did it just kind of groundswell itself, word of mouth? How, how did the that volunteer core saying? You see, what I'm saying what, what yeah. brought that what, together? What, what what well, yeah. Turns out, lots of uh, free drinks, lots of liquor. <laughs> I must have missed that. <laughs> I don't remember going down like that. <laughs> now, once you get guys like Keith and and, and Kevin uh, and some of the other guys that were on board, yeah, people just attracted they, those right. guys. They're kind and, of infectious and, dudes, right? And, you just and want and to be around them. People started getting the word that hey, here's what we're doing, and and because uh, um, yeah, a lot of guys want to get on board. So, right. And how does it? How did it grow? Uh, you know, obviously it starts in your department. How does it end up becoming, you know, this, if you look at the, the page on our website that shows all the sponsoring departments, it's 20 or 25 sponsoring departments. The committee's made up of people through all, you know, departments. Um, how does it end up growing like that? Uh, it just, uh, People bought into it. People were, were, were all about is it. Is Roswell kind of I mean, Roswell was patient of, zero? I mean, uh, is yeah, it? Yeah, it really was. That's what I'm curious. How did you yeah. start the – how did it get out there? Well, the, the, the first year we knew it was going to be mostly cop guys. That's that's who we knew. And, and, and then uh, after that first year, a lot of guys uh, – Roswell was, was one of the biggest because we were able to hit a lot of different people. We had a lot of guys on the committee that were working over at Roswell. So the more they talked about it at Roswell, uh, the, the more people bought into it and, and came on board. And – and uh, that was that. That helped spread it more than anything. That was the biggest thing that spread it. Uh, was the affiliation well, that, with Roswell? That's how I got my call because Willie where I heard Willie heard yeah. about my class through a former DeKalb. See, I told you we were going to slip. That's up how it happens. Just, like just that. That's that easy. <laughs> uh, through a former <laughs> captain of our department, Van Cowan, and uh, that's how you know that that. That's how I initially got a phone call. I don't know how you got it, Shane. Well, I actually worked a lot of shifts with Willie at mm-hmm. five. So that was – I can remember when, when things were first kind of cranking up, when you guys were cranking up the uh, your officers for them. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about that concept, and I was just blown away, you know, and Willie was on fire about that and all those kind of things. And I actually went and listened to you. I'm, I don't know if you remember that. It was early on. I made a point to go listen to Doc. And – um what are you calling him? Oh, I call him Doc. Doc? D-O-C? Yeah. Okay. Why, Keith, why, why are you calling him so Doc? Good. No, no. I, when I hear a nickname, i got to know why, why the nickname. What, what's behind that nickname? I don't know. <laughs> it's Ros. That's what everybody calls him. I just call him Everybody Doc. calls you Doc. Yeah, pretty much. So that started uh, when I first got on Roswell back in 2000. <clears throat> I'm, I guess, one of those unique individuals who... Like both the EMS side and the fire side okay. equally, so okay. uh, one of the old-time captains over there at Roswell, we ran a call with him that, and it was uh, anaphylactic, not allergic reaction, but anaphylactic reaction, and uh, drug box came open, drugs started coming out and that, and he's like, dang. <laughs> doc. So he just kind of said, you know, ditch doctor or okay. doc, and it just okay. kind of All right, from there so it's stuck. So, you know. Okay. I just, I always get nervous when I hear nicknames, because we had a guy at one of my stations named Pick, and I always thought it was going to pick at an axe, and that's... It turns had, out that we had nothing no, to do had with nothing it. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you learn later, or you know, we had I another just, guy. I just Rock. went with uh, uh, I just went with Doc because 
he's pretty, he's good at everything. Okay. So I okay. assume that's probably uh, no, where it no. came I just, from. I, so, you, uh, you know, you keep calling. I didn't no. know if you were saying dot with a T no, or doc. No. I was like, there's got to be a story there if it's dot. So um, through the through you guys off to the conference, the forum. I mean, uh, the officers forum, and working with Willie. Then that was when I was exposed to. Um, the conference to the Massey conference and it was strictly just as a help I mean you know right. they needed some help as a matter of fact I can't I was trying to remember one of the first years I don't remember if it was because I wasn't on board year one I don't think I was on board year two but maybe like two or three something like that it was three I think and I remember Adam my son came to and we were cutting we were making cuts because we were getting it was stuff three for and here's and why I know it was three my own personal story of how I got involved with Massey. I was the chief of training, and uh, there was a meeting for Massey in the building in, in one of our classrooms that uh, Shane Dobson you had You make this sound set so the bad. Well, I think it was calculated. I don't think this was an accident. <laughs> you set the meeting up in one of the classrooms, and then right before the meeting, you texted me and said, I can't make the meeting. Will you go sit in it for me? And I went and I sat in the meeting. Well played. <laughs> Well and then played. the next meeting... Probably the greatest move that was ever made. Yeah. The next meeting was somewhere else, and the day before that, you texted me and said, I Dude. can't make this meeting. Can you go to the meeting? And after that, that was it. Yeah. That was in. See, you just needed a little push. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway... It's been a uh, it's been a lot of fun, and the volunteer part that's that's basically how I got involved in it. And then through Trosh, um, Bill had already done some instructing um, with his class, and then through Trosh's class is kind of what got me involved a little bit into the instructor side of it. And I'm just small. I mean, I downplay what what I do is not not all that much, but it's I enjoy I, I enjoy it on the conference, the committee side. I enjoy it on the logistics side of what we do. I, I handle or I um, help um, Kevin Roberts with equipment and apparatus. So and this year I'm probably going to do that again. And then I'm also helping Bill with uh, marketing and, and we wanted to do the podcast, which is what we started. Which is just an extension of that effort. Yeah. Um, Which has been a lot of fun. I mean, I, yeah. I've really enjoyed doing that. It's been well, it's fun been for us. Fun. We don't know about the listeners, yeah. but it's you know, or for the, <laughs> or for the people we're interviewing. Yeah, <laughs> they're over here with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we covered why I do it. Uh, we've already talked about that, Keith. Why do you? What I mean, you you kind of I guess gave a reason earlier, but but expand on that. Oh, uh, the interaction <clears throat> brings stuff back. Kind of uh, increasing your network action. I mean, we talked about bringing the instructors down here and the, what we have, the Metro Atlanta, all the talent we got here. But just since year one, the vast majority of connections that not only have the instructors that we brought down here formed, but also that they brought taking guys from and gals from Metro Atlanta and right. brought them right. back up over there. Right. You know, as far as that, you'd be surprised how many. Classes have been married together now, right? Just from just through this from partnership, the introduction, yeah. Just from the partnership yeah. or the uh, right the interaction. So, and that's what's all about. I mean, you know. And you still you go to FDIC every year, right? Uh, not every year, but majority Pretty, of the time. Yeah, you go on a, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So that's something you still enjoy. Yeah. Is that to, to checked out to see what's training? Are you go, are you going up there as a student? Or are you going up there as an instructor uh, both, now? Both. Okay. Last couple of years, both. So, um, and then two to to get. 
individuals to buy in to see you know people that haven't experienced coming down here or haven't been down to the southeast maybe uh right. checking it out and trying to tap in and uh sharing some of the knowledge that they've got down here right so. tom why are you still doing it uh that, same thing i think it just uh let people experience what what else is out there in the fire service just right. the camaraderie the learning just everything out there if, if you had to think about from the beginning until – oh, sorry, I messed you up. No, 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 I've just – I've got something I want to – go ahead and finish. No, because it's not that big a deal. Go ahead. I'm just – I – there was a moment, I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago, and the wheels had come off. Which is normal. Friday morning, right before 7 o'clock, and it was bad. And, that could have uh, been last year. <laughs> it might have been last year. I don't remember. This could be any year. I don't remember, but I want to say it was two years ago. But in the middle of all of it, Tom, you walked up to me and just without any prompting go, you look good. <laughs> and it took the edge off of all of it. It just all the pressure evaporated, and I was having well, a good time again. two years ago. <laughs> I was having a good time again. It was amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy that. I, I don't know. I enjoy the the problems. Yeah, I mean, we try to plentiful. avoid the problems, but you know, there's always going to be problems. Yeah, they, Why do they, you do it? They tend to show up. Why do so. you do it? Um, wow, I don't know. I I don't do it as well as I'd like to do it. I don't get involved involved as much as I'd want to. And you know, every year I'm like, oh, I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more, and it never fails. It always seems like that's not the case. But I think for the biggest part for me is I really I really enjoy. You know, two two sides of this. On the back behind the curtain side, I love working with you guys. I, I just love it. I, I mean, I'm blown away at some of the departments and some of the people that show up, and I'm just – I love that interaction of what you get to see. On the other side of it, on the instructor side of it, or being involved with in that, I really, really enjoy seeing the, the, the students. I mean, they're on fire. You can see – you can literally see their batteries being refilled. And I love that. I love mm-hmm. having – I don't know if that's us as a conference. I don't know if it's what little piece I put into it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They're recharging, and they're on fire, man. And they leave here ready to tackle the firefighting world. I love that part. Right. I think that's probably my favorite part. Right. So. No, that's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's – so what would our – you know – Let's say we've got some people listening right now who aren't involved, uh, who are thinking about, and that's one of our big problems, and I'll, I'll put that out there, is we've always talked about what our succession plan is. Uh, most of us are getting up there in the years, and, you know, we're going to be retiring, and we need to hand this off to somebody else. So what's the, what's the sell to the person who's thinking about getting on the committee and helping out next year? Time comes knocking at your door. Run! <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my uh, third marriage. Uh, house, uh, but the conference is going on strong. Yeah, I mean, conference is still. I don't feel like you're selling this real good right now. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, pretty well. What, I mean, what we've been saying in that. I mean, that's it. I mean, right. you, you can't put a price on the students when they say, "Hey, this is awesome." You know, with, yeah. with what yeah. y'all are doing for the cost, what we're benefiting from the the intimacy or the the close knit from the the bash and the interaction right. and everything we do. I mean, um, it's very personal as far as that the exposure right. it's, and it's closer to that brotherhood so. that everybody always throws around. 
that's just that a term. That was, you know, Generically speaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so much better about that than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, everybody throws that word around. But I think I feel it most a lot of time when we're at the conference, you know. Um, I think every year we quit 10, 15 times with them just oh, yeah, after yeah. it. And oh, yeah. Them. Starting about right about oh, yeah. now. Oh, and <laughs> Between when, now and Just for anybody who's not it. familiar, uh, Sunday around, well, no, actually, I guess it's Monday after some of the cleanup's been done. There's a period from about Monday after the conference for about a month that – you don't talk to anybody else involved in the conference. No, 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 there is no maps. It's unplugged. It doesn't exist. Yep. No maps. There's a real decompression that goes on. It's no. it's tough. It, it takes a lot out of you. It really does. Right. I mean, everybody puts their heart and soul into it. And, right. and um, you know, come experience it. You know, come check it out. Give a year. Give it two years. You and, know? And, and, and we've had a lot of guys, you know, a couple guys we hadn't mentioned yet. I just slipped my mind. Scott White. Was one of yeah. our founding members, you know, Chris Sobieski. Um, you we should ask who uh, were those, what you would consider yeah. those founding members. Yeah. Who, who is that found? Who was that founding group? Yeah, I mean, probably uh, uh, you know Willie Tanks, Scott White, Keith Snyder, uh, Chris Sobieski, Kevin Gross. Um, Which Gross is still en route to our yeah, interview here. Yeah. He should be here any minute. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and throw him under the bus since he's not here. Yeah, we, we do joke about it, but it does take a lot out of you yep. to do. But, yeah, it is exhausting. But it, it, it's, the, it's the same way, all the hard work you put into it throughout the year, because it pretty much takes a whole year to, yep. to, yeah. to put this on. But you get the same, you know, recharge of your batteries when yep. you're seeing these guys learning and doing stuff. Uh, great, you talked about war stories earlier. Here's a yeah. great war story. So we're at Rose and Crown one night. This is a Saturday night after the bash, and we're at Rose and Crown. And uh, I hear a bunch of laughing over by the bathroom. So I go walk over there and look. And Chris Baines, we we just got done teaching search that day. And Chris Baines is laid out in the little foyer outside the bathroom with another guy who was in our class that day. And they're, he's teaching them hands-on search techniques right there in the little foyer. In the, the restaurant. Bathroom. And that right there, if that doesn't get you excited about the fire service, nothing does. You know, that's a, that, that, that was awesome. That's that one of my favorite funny. memories with, with, uh, with Massey. That's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> well, I think when it when we talk about secession and that is important, um, you, you know, did I say it wrong? Again? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you said secession, which would mean we're leaving. Succession. We're leaving the union. We're not leaving the union. <laughs> we do this every time. How we get new members on board? So did you pass this on? Succession. This every time this happens to me. This is like a Laurel and Hardy show when it comes to that word. Um, but I think what you do is exactly what you said. You know, you try to get that spread out to as many people, and you ask and you invite people to come in, and hopefully what you can do is start to identify some people that you know, and you know them as soon as you see them. You're like, that's, that's somebody yeah. we need to get kind of plugged in to what's going on. And it seems like over the years we've found those couple of individuals, those couple of individuals, they're plugged in, they're plugged in. You know what I mean? But I, and hopefully I, that's – I think there's more out there. Oh, there absolutely you're, is more. You're listening to even, us right now. Yeah, please. You're there. <laughs> Come be a part. You know what, though? It, it, it can be very intimidating. Uh, I mean, you guys are very intimidating to. to I, I mean, seriously, I mean, we, we joke. Uh, y'all are very intimidating. <laughs> Look at some of the other guys. Look at some of the other guys that we've got. Uh, Kevin Roberts. Uh, some, well, some of the guys that yeah. not not so much intimidating. You can't talk to them, but they've been there and done that. They know their crap. So you show up. Maybe you don't have as much experience. You show up and you're seeing guys like Doc and 
and you know, Kevin and a lot of these other guys, and it's just like, it's wow, it's we're, coming to that world. It's weird you say that because I look at it the other way. I'm not kidding. I look at Doc and I see that what this guy does, and and I'm like a big teddy bear. Well, once you get I mean, to know him, he is a big teddy bear. But coming in, because I've had t- people tell me before, they'll come in wanting to be a part of it. But we're all Type A personalities that we're ready to run with it. Yeah. And a lot of times people feel right. like they can't really they get can't involved. Crack. You just got to yeah. force your way right. into you our group. Get in, yeah. Then you're like, oh my like gosh, cult. these guys are just a bunch of idiots like everybody yeah. else. Yeah, we're like a cult. So, uh, Drink force this. your way in. Drink blood this. in, blood out. <laughs> yeah, force your way in, and, and then you'll enjoy it. So That's cool. All right. Well. Um, all right. Well, this is the part of our interview where we give the uh oh i can't wait to this part right here pivot questions which some some people hate the name of that but whatever i don't care they are what is they it are. pivot or pivot it's pivot is the french original i got but that we're one not right. doing the french questions we're doing our questions oh, it's still pivot. it's mark and it's pivot <laughs> it's mark so here come our questions tom you get the first one you're both going to answer each of these questions oh but tom you're going to go first yeah is that really first fair to Keith, though, or well, to Tom? To- Keith will go first on the next one. I've talked a lot more than Keith. He should go You're first. You're right, he has. Keith, All right, should, Keith go first. should go first. No, no, man, no, see, see I'm kind of losing my voice. See, see how, how that happens? Then we better go quick. We better go quick. See how that happens? Just like that. Oh, these are fun. All right, what's your favorite word or phrase on the fire ground? And, you know, you're kind of a big deal now, so you hear a lot of them. sure you want to go first on this one? Favorite word or phrase on the fire Favorite ground. thing that you're going to hear on the fire ground. And you're just like, man, I love that. Probably what they associate me, you know, as far as it would be like, pop the top, drop some rock. Yeah. As far as that. <laughs> yeah. You know. All right. That's it. That's so, perfect. All right. Pop the top. But Keith, it's a, it's a grass fire out in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yes, and <laughs> your point. <laughs> Tom? Um, I love it when somebody tells you. Uh, report up here to the car with all your gear and, and uh, tools. You know, really? All of them? So, so you were going to leave it on the truck before, but now <laughs> it's, it's Chief reminded me I'm going to actually bring tools and be ready to work when I get up there. I love that. What is your favorite tool? Do you have a favorite tool? Doc. Doc. <laughs> I've got a couple of those too, but I, I, well, well, I like well played. I like a halligan. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right, what's your least favorite word or phrase on the fire ground? Which I think you just gave us that right, one. You may have bring, yeah, that, bring yeah, your tools. You, you, oh, yeah. <laughs> bring Doc with you. No. Uh, that was a sarcastic love. Uh, my chief uh, loves to hear people say, at this time, we're going to force uh, this door at this time. Or, as we're opposed to. At this time. Right. So, I guess. I've uh, probably been guilty of that one. Keith? At this time. Least favorite. I'll steal his thunder, what he said when he was being sarcastic in there. About That's a pretty well pet peeve. If you're not combat ready or if yeah, i got to right. tell you to turn out and be ready for work, we it's, got a, we got a problem. It's right. kind of given, right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I've already answered these, but one of them that I came up with recently when I was thinking about radio traffic was the, the if or proposition on the radio. If you don't get this taking, you know, I, I'm going to give you – 30 more seconds to get this day. If you can't get it confined, then we're... No, hold on. You've just really screwed things up if you're given the if. You know. Anyway. Uh, what motivates you, Keith? What makes you get up in the morning and be Keith? Just knowing uh, 
that you're going to develop and share stuff with with uh, your coworkers and crews and that. You know, uh, you never know what tomorrow might bring or today might bring for that matter. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about spreading and sharing as much as I can. And I'd be truth. Yeah, maybe artful, yeah, artful I'll be spreading something. Be like the Johnny but, Appleseed yeah. of the fire department. <laughs> but, uh, but really, that's it. I mean, right. you know, as far as uh, I enjoy going to work, you know, as far as that goes. Okay, Tom. As what he was ending with there, the uh, just love love the job, coming to work. I mean, we've got the best job in the world. Get to get to show up and ride a fire truck every day. Right. That is just cool, and uh, I just love it. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard to to remember that. You know, oh, sometimes yeah. Yeah, we got other factors that yeah. we have to remind ourselves. Yeah, and Mapsy's that good reminder. Sometimes you start hanging yeah. around. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. All right. Uh, what's your favorite book, Tom? <laughs> I like. Uh, what was that school system again? One no. fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, yeah. I know all the words. I can read all the words. I can read all the words in that book. You just sound them out. One, so, yeah. Um, uh, I like uh, Michael Abershaw Fisher Ship. Oh yeah, that's uh, a good so one. That's yep. a really good book. I, I like that. You've read the. It's it's. Well, no, you what is it? A it's book that you've read. You oh, said just oh, you like the cover? You like the cover? It's got a good cover on it. Really cool. He looks really good. Yeah, it's a nice boat, and he's got his uniform on. Yeah. And... <laughs> no, uh, I think I read the first one, but I didn't read the. I he's read actually the got a couple. It's our ship, our ship the, and then it's, yeah, it's your some, ship. It's our ship, and there's an. It's their ship. Was the third one? Couple. Somebody's ship. Yeah. No, I like that one too. Yeah. Keith. I'm pretty big on Rick Lasky. Uh, okay. Pride and ownership. He's right. also got another one on five alarm leadership. So I've been, right. You know, I've actually got that one on my stat, my two read stack. So, the five alarm. One. Yeah, the five yeah. alarm one. Yeah. I think it was the pride and ownership thing was the, when I come to listen to your. Yeah, I've done you kind of a, at the officers a, a, a mark off of that. I've also. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, yeah. but I did another one a while back, which was uh, during our furloughs, and that it was uh, tough times, tougher officers. It's time to get tough. So. Okay. Uh, Okay. All right. Uh, do we want to do retirement cake or do we want to do song? Let's do both of them. All right. So you're coming out to teach at FDIC. You got 500 people in the auditorium waiting to hang on every word, and they say you can have any song as you take the stage. What song are you going to play, Keith? I thought you were up now. You were up on this one. All right, Tom. What's what song? <coughs> I really like some Bette Midler. <laughs> and the wind beneath my wings. Um, Another good one. <laughs> I would have to go with that. You're going to like walk really slow oh, to the yeah. podium so that we really get you some. Get to enjoy yeah. it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Keith. See, I will uh, go with like the Banes. He's uh, <clears throat> mentioned when I'm at work in the morning for about the first 30 minutes, I've got the death metal going in there. <laughs> like a little disturbed. Getting it right. Talk and, uh, right. You know, it's like 30 minutes of that. Uh, Okay. You're good all to right. go. It's good to go after that. So, so all right. Surreal. So some some well, is disturbed a band? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, good one. Oh, I don't see. I'm I'm ignorant. Or you go with uh, have a drink on me, you know, as far as that. You know, kind of get, get the audience <laughs> ready, you know, right? Pass out the shots, the duck farts. Duck farts. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, it's your retirement party. They got you a cake. What do you want it to say on your cake as you're leaving the department? Are you looking at me? Yeah, uh, you're, you're, you're up. 
you, you don't see the picture I'm showing you right now. I, I can't say what this picture's showing. So. <laughs> All right. Tom, you're up now. <laughs> no, I mean, what do you want it to say? It's it's the last thing that you yeah, know. It's, it's your, almost it's your parting. As well, we we kind of get on this question a bit. What do you want the cake to say? How do you want to be remembered? Right. It's kind of that's what we're looking for. You know, when you when it's done, when you've shut the door. He was a blank. Like, what, hmm. How do you want to be? You know, how do you want to be remembered? Like he knew how to hold a remote control. <laughs> you know, he loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I hope I always love the job. I really do. I know uh, um, as a captain, you start seeing some of the crap and it gets kind of old, but I hope I never get to the point where I just don't like coming to work. I hope every right. day that, you know, um, hope when I retire my last day, I'm, I'm enjoying it just right. as much as I did on my first day. Okay. I don't know what the cake would say. I can't read, but <laughs> that's what I'd tell along those lines. You pictograms or something yeah. like that. Anything, Keith? You're just happy to have a cake? That's it. <laughs> Has anybody showed up to the party eat the cake? I uh, really, I mean, retirement, truthfully, I don't ever want to be known as being re- retired in one form or fashion. I'll always right. remember, you know, you get some of these officers that you got that are retired on the job. When it comes to that point, it's, it's time to go. Right. So for my retirement, really, uh, the, the beginning of a new life or the beginning of uh, the next chapter. Okay. Be it one way or another, you know. Okay. Let, let the, the folks there know that, hey, look, you know, I may not formally be here, but Here's my name. Here's my number on the uh, the bathroom wall, or whatever the case may be. <laughs> right, right. Feel free to contact me or whatever you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, that's good stuff. You got anything you want to add before yeah. we wrap it up? No, I feel like I've done a lot more than I said I was going to do. It's <laughs> always Sorry. the case. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you listening. Um, once again, this is combustible the Mafsy podcast. We have an email address if you have uh, questions, comments, or suggestions for future podcasts, guests that we might want to talk to. That's uh, combustible the Mafsy podcast at gmail.com. And uh, once again, we want to encourage everybody to, uh, if you haven't done so already, look at the website. We've got some great classes that still have some openings. And of course, we've got uh, Saturday and Sunday with classes, uh, classroom sessions that are open to everybody. Uh, and completely free. So uh, if you haven't made commitments for that weekend, May 11th through 14th, uh, which technically is not the weekend, that's Thursday through Sunday, but we've got classes on all those days. But uh, if you haven't made uh, plans for that weekend, consider coming out and uh, enjoying the conference. Uh, Come up, talk to us. Uh, We will be there (laughs) uh, four days in a row, actually more than that usually. And um, Yep. We'd like to see you there. Anything else? Nope, I'm good. Thanks, guys, right, coming. Yeah. Man. Thanks We've for coming, Tom Hancock, Keith Schneider. Keith. You guys uh, are awesome. We're, Keep it up. you know, uh, Kevin Gross will be the Matt Damon of our Jimmy Kimmel show. Should be walking in any minute, still. right? <laughs> <laughs> he's been oh, a, he's been an hour away for about three hours now. So, <laughs> <laughs> love but, uh, you, Gross. Yeah, but we appreciate him uh, committing to coming. So uh, that's it, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks. See you.